who is indra a power within me i am asking myself please bestow well being on yourself what am i telling myself kindly be good to yourself too much to ask for too much we keep wanting others to be good to us but very rarely do we want ourselves hmm to be good to us the upanishads are filling in that small little gap before you want others to help you come on be responsible and help yourself therefore brahaspati is neither a planet nor a far away god who's brahaspati your own potential for wisdom is brahaspati isn't brahaspati the god of learning yeah now who would learn for you is some deity going to come and learn on your behalf tell me please yeah so when you really want to learn when you are devoted to you are brahaspati or you can be one of the demons who fights brahaspati brahaspati is a great teacher hmm the teacher does exist within you no isn't that what the scriptures repeatedly say and we fail to comprehend what do they mean when they say the teacher exists within you can you be taught without your consent tell me that's brahaspati within you the faculty to say yes to learning yeah the ability to exercise the option to learn to learn from from a book from life from person from yourself your own life experiences from anything and everything that's prasapati getting it and then there is tarksh who is called arishtniyami hmm who doesn't allow bad things to happen to you now who can prevent bad things from happening to you when all the badness is inside obviously tarksh cannot prevent a a truck from from mowing you down that can happen if you are not careful or if the truck driver is special here the gods are all being referred to in the internal and subtle sense there are things and events and people outside who can harm you in an outer way hmm? they do have the power to for example fetter you they can chain your hands can't they what's being said here is that nobody can chain your spirit your inner self without your consent nobody can bring inner harm to you without your consent externally they can do a lot of things and externally you do not require somebody to be vicious to you to bring harm to you externally well you know even coincidences can harm you you can take the road to gangotri and meet a landslide 
nobody planned it for you nobody was conspiring to kill you you just die no and even if there is no such landslide time will kill you right you will get old and simply die so your external self which is the bodily thing is always at the mercy of the universe to a great extent one new virus strain and we might all find ourselves helpless we are at the mercy of situations coincidences we do not know somebody may now decide to eat a horse you know one progresses yesterday they ate a bat tomorrow they might eat something even fancier how do we know but internally you are your own lord all the gods reside within pray to them to awaken them getting it hmm? so no never fall to the kind of nonsense that says you know indra or shani is not pleased with you and therefore bad things are happening so how do you please shani on part that particular day you bring oil in an iron vessel and offers this kind of money and then shani will be pleased there is nothing but money for shani kind of fraud where are all the gods no shani no shukr no nonsense hmm getting it you may as well say i pray to my own potential fearlessness and you can get give that fearlessness a new name a name of your choice and that name becomes the god of your choice that's the kind of process that has gone into these verses right you you take a god and let that god represents fearlessness for example hmm first of all you decide that fearlessness is something worthy of worship that value system has to be there i decide that it's great to be fearless hmm and then i want to give fearlessness a face and i worship that face i call that face the face of a deity right you see how the gods came up are you seeing the entire process similarly i i find that strength is very important hmm my value system says no to weakness and yes to strength so what do i do i give strength a face as poets do as artists do don't they as painters do if you go to a painter and say paint depression for me would he refuse he will fail paint it so how has he managed to paint depression on the wall because that can be done you can give a face 
to something very subtle. That's the function of the artist. So these poets are at work here. In fact, you know, the Upanishads several times call the rishis as kavis, poets. Not without reason. They are bringing to words that which is very abstract and that's what a poet does. They are giving a face to that which is very conceptual. That's what a painter does. Hmm? And then when you give it a face, obviously you also give it a name. And that becomes the name of a god. Right? So those gods don't really exist. They are names of something virtuous within. Getting it? Namaskar Asariji. <clears throat> what could I get from Saman and Daman? The Daman, what could I get? That maybe the suppression of emotions over our unnecessary actions. But what do you mean by Saman? Dham and Sham, these are classic words. Sham simply means that you are not encouraging the inner tendencies to take hold of you or consume you further once they have arisen. Hmm? Once they have arisen. What do you call the firemen in Hindi? Now you know what they do? Do you see what is shaman then? Once the thing has caught fire, you do not support the fire. You do not feed it fuel. That is shaman. You rather douse the fire. The fire could be of fear, lust, anger, jealousy, possessiveness, attachment, anything. Hmm? Shaman comes into the picture only if Daman has not succeeded. First of all, you don't want it to be initiated at all. You don't want the fire to happen. But if the inner thing does catch fire, then you want to put out the fire. That's Shaman. But often the, the fire and the inner temperature becomes quite pleasurable. 
there is a heat within and we like it don't we in today's metaphor like things hot hmm? now if, if if the fire is there and you started liking its hotness why will you put it out first of all you have to see that hot things will reduce you to ashes as well as turn into ash themselves we don't see that in the moment of passion do we when that hot thing is there in front of you do you ever see ashes a few hundred meters from here you have the crematorium some of you might have already walked past it by the ganga it's spectacular at night the lit pyres you must be able to see your own body there and you must be able to see all hot things there why can't you outsmart time time will show you those things right but time will take 10 20 years why can't you outrun time outpace time what time would anyway show you 20 years later see it today and you will be saved no or do you want to keep fooling yourself for 20 years only to come to ashes then before that external fire consumes us most of us are already internally charred destroyed by the inner fire shaman is about putting out the inner fire and the scriptures tell us that if you have put out the inner fire then you are immortal irrespective of what happens to your body your body will indeed burn but you will be immortal but you are already dead if there is a fire within shaman is about dealing with that inner fire properly it's adjacent to dispassion Hmm? 
Acharyaji, what does the internal fire that's a deterrent mean? Is it the desires and the human tendencies? What does fire want? It is a fire. What is it trying for? To burn. something into it, and when you put something into it, what happens to the fire? It gets life. It wants even more. What's the fire crying out for? Food. Food. And when you put food into it, what happens to the fire? Does it get satisfied? Call off its demands? Its demands only increase when you feed it food. The more you feed it, the hungrier it gets. Mm. It uses everything that you give it to further itself. One of the quotes and posters, they read, what you collect for your security makes you all the more insecure. It's like this. What do you collect it for? To feel secure. But what does it make you? More insecure. That's the nature of fire. You give something to it with the hope that it would be satisfied and placated. Instead of getting placated or appeased, its demands only magnify, like that of a blackmailer. The blackmailer hmm, arm twists you for something. The moment you, you, you concede his demands, does he go away happy and contented? What does he do? Next time he wants, even more. That's the nature of the inner animal. There you go. Never try to come to a negotiated settlement with it. Never try to meet it halfway. It won't work. This is a battle in absolute terms. This is a battle in binaries. You will either win or lose. There can be nothing midway. <laughs>